The views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants in no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. WNRI race fans, are you ready? It's time for those most famous words in motorsports. Please welcome the host of Race Chatter, Wayne Bobber, to give the command. Drivers, start your engines. Good evening, America, and welcome Monday night, 6.05, another edition of the award-winning Race Chatter radio program right here on Smokin' 99.9 FM, WNRI, 1380 AM, Alexa, Apple, Simple, Streamer, many, many ways to listen to the fine programming and including a podcast which follows on anchor.fm slash Wayne dash Bobber for that and my other fine programming. Also... Folks, if you or someone you know is celebrating a birthday and you want Wayne to announce it on his program, just send him an email. His address is WayneWNRI at Yahoo.com. Help make that special someone feel like celebrating with a birthday shout-out on WNRI. And I thank you, Johnny. Seacon truck driver Brittany Campbell turns 20 today. Rayana Smith, our Providence author. Donnie Parsons from Exit Realty sponsors a lot of race teams. Uh, Henry E. Fetterplay, 69, and he's a snowbird. He lives down in St. Petersburg, Florida now. We're formerly from Chapachet, and his wife, Pat, said get it on the air. He tunes in every single Monday night on TuneIn Radio. And also, um, a two-time guest on this show... Uh, one of the greatest modified drivers of all time, Jeff Bodine, celebrates his big birthday today. And on tomorrow, America's family in the NEMA racing, uh, John Zinch's wife, Elizabeth Zinch, has a big uh, birthday tomorrow. That's going to be a beautiful party, too. We had a lot of exciting racing this weekend up in Loudon, New Hampshire. Uh, there was a little rain, a little snow, a little thunder. But again... Like completing uh, the icebreaker at Thompson Speedway, they got it in. They got it all in. Uh, a very sparse uh, crowd, but it was on cable. So I think that was the whole difference of generating enough uh, revenue for it. And the touring groups were up there. First race of the year for the New England uh, mini stocks. Uh, the Volante uh, Modified Racing Series is now what they call it. That version of the Modifieds was up there. And uh, the Actual Boys were up there in the past. And uh, quality, quality racing, about five divisions. And oh, I, I can't leave them out. Uh, the Truck Series was up there, too, for the second event of the year already. That Exit Realty uh, Truck Series, which is really uh, gaining some steam around the country. Uh, Harvest Moon Health Foods is going to be the proud sponsor of our first part of the show and also the proud sponsor of number nine, Brian Tag. 
Harvest Moon Health Foods, Route 21, Unit 4, Colonial Plaza at Putnam, Connecticut. 860-928-2352. Healthy foods for a healthy lifestyle. Gluten-free products. Over 100 dried herbs, nuts, and seeds. Healthy snacks. Help your body to reinforce its immune response. Hemopathic and herbal allergy relief. We stock quality brand manufacturers, including Against the Grain, Rudy's, Nature's Plus, Batlean's Organic Oils, Food for Life, and so much more. Natural honey and organic coconut sugar, raw milk. Elderberry for flu remedies. Consumer-friendly hours are Monday through Wednesday, 10 to 6 p.m., Thursday to Saturday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., and Sundays, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Harvest Moon Health Foods, .net, Unit 4, Colonial Plaza, Putnam, Connecticut. 860-928-2352. Proud sponsor of Brian Tag and the number 9 in the late model at Thompson Speedway. And now we have an interview with Ben Rowe. And uh, so you've run this race before. We were here last year. This is Ben Rowe. <laughs> uh, and um, you had a pretty good run last year, and then you got tied up in a little mess after that. But how, how's it looking for you? Ah, it feels good. There's a lot of good guys, a lot of fast guys here. Um, and that was like it was last year. Um, you know, I'd say we're mid-pack now. We got a little work to do, but we run, you know, top four or five last year, the first one. Right. And it was pretty mild. The race went pretty mild. Everybody played well. Second one got a little rough, and we ended up getting tore up. But, no, I mean, everybody, there's a lot of good drivers here, you know sure. what I mean? And they're tied in with a lot of good car owners, and mm -hmm. um, it's a good field. It's a, it'll be a close field, and I think it'll be a good race if we can get this one in before it rains, and, yeah. you know, then we have cars left over for tomorrow. Um, how, what is your car? Is you have a new car? For this year? Uh, no, this is the same car we had here last year. Uh, Joey Pohl, my teammate, he's gonna he's running the Fury, mm -hmm. um, so he's running that one, and then uh, we're gonna we're gonna get a Fury, so we can kind of compare notes. But yeah, no, with two of us, we should be, you know, should be should be good somewhere if we can get around the top ten, and then you know see how the race plays out. It's right. it's that's, I that's, get frustrated here because we're we're not fast enough, and then uh, and then we go out and run the top five. So mm -hmm. it's kind of a it's kind of one of them moments. It's it's a tough track. It's a rough track. It's got a lot of history, a lot of character. It's a, it's a fun place to be. Um, you know, they talk about repaving all that. This is this is a track. Look at this thing. It's wore out. It's rough. It's a, uh, it's fun to run on. Yeah. Uh, now, when you go back north, you're going to just run the past tour. Yeah, we're going to run some ACT races. Yeah, okay. we still have that that car. Um, we're going to run a few of them, kind of kind of when we can. Sure. Um, like I said, we brought Joey on to to try to help our Super Late model team, and and we're going to run two full time cars in the past deal and then uh, throw in a few few uh, at guys as we go and and run that it'll be a busy year congratulations that was jim snape from uh, carolina interviewing ben Rowe that was also up in new hampshire and also Al angels uh angels collision center over at 274 Putnam Pike in Chapachet, Rhode Island. 8.30 to 5 p.m., windshield replacements, expert color matching right on the premises. Over 27 years in business. And, uh, you know, there's no more metal uh, bumpers on that. It's all final uh, fascias, and you've really got to know what you're doing matching that paint.
to get it just just right. And he's got a great reputation on that. And also a secure, locked, high fenced in area with LED lighting while you're waiting for those insurance adjusters. You can rest assured your car will be repaired right the first time at Angels Collision Center. 401-949-3952, proud sponsor of the number 10 in the Monster Minis, Keith Ballou at Thompson Speedway. Do you have a high-performance Ford, one of those Roush Mustangs? How about putting in a high-performance chip in that F-150 you got? D&B Performance since 2000. I was responsible for building the Tasca Ford program years and years ago. Then he moved on and opened his own shop. Now, machine shop surfaces and uh, head planing, uh, all kinds of mill work, valve work. They're not afraid to get the hands dirty at D&B Performance. Batteries, starters, high-performance engine work at D&B Performance and also... Looking for one, maybe two, experienced mechanics, ASC or not. Uh, apply in person to Bob at DMB Performance at 401 710 9800, and that's on South Main Street and Pasco, Rhode Island. Oh my God, I just burnt my fingers. I hit the switch on the phone for the hottest driver in the entire Eastern Seaboard. This guy has been. On smoke, on fire, since the World Series last year, he carried the momentum all year, comes out with a brand new detailed car up at Thompson Speedway, kicks everybody's butt up there. He says, well, why don't we take on New Hampshire? Goes up there and kicks their butt up in New Hampshire, too, on the last couple of laps. We're talking Canadian drivers, Vermont, Maine, New Hampshire. Don't make any difference. This guy has got their number. Derek Gluchaka, how are you tonight? Pretty good. How are you tonight? Are you all done partying or you're just taking a break? Uh, yeah, we're taking a break for right now. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want this bubble to burst, do you? No, we, we've been on a roll here, that's for sure. Uh, it's been great. Um, hopefully we can keep it going here the next couple races. We're talking about the unofficial results from Loud, New Hampshire. But the weather, a big factor again, like it was at Thompson. Somehow, someway, you get it in. And I believe of the 38 or 40 cars that made that trip, there was only two or three that called Massachusetts home. And I think there was only one maybe from Rhode Island. And to beat the big boys again... And Tom Carey, he gets the silver medal again. And uh, we're talking uh, Patrick LaPearl from Quebec. Uh, DJ Shore, again, could only do a fourth. And uh, Dylan Moltz, which is a favorite at that track, every time he fires up. All-star race material, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, no, that's for sure. That was a stacked field. I mean, those people I grew up watching. People I grew up uh, watching sitting in the stands before I even wanted to race a late model, you know what I mean? And to go there and beat them, and that's just, uh, it's amazing. I mean, to win it loud and everything like that, it's just prestigious, you know what I mean? Uh, that's for sure. I'm definitely going to cherish, cherish this one for a long time. Now, Derek, did you come up through the Seekonk system? Uh, I started racing legend cars there. Um, I ran 
I think four seasons of that, won about 13 races, moved up to the late models, ran weekly there for about half a season, moved over uh, to Thompson, and uh, ever since then we've been on the American-Canadian tour and running the Thompson schedule. What's the big change? Is it just maturity, or do you make some fantastic additions to your pit crew? Uh, I'd say it's a little bit of both. Um, we have some different crew members this season for the past, well, season and a half, really. Um, Dave Lassard came on board crew chief, and um, his friend Pat, who we just lost over this winter, um, he was with us last season. Um, and, I mean, I, I feel like I've definitely became more mature as a driver, you know, making smarter choices, being more patient. Um, you know, running these 150-lap races every week, it uh, teaches you a lot, and uh, it definitely puts you in a different mindset of being patient and taking your time with things, you know what I mean? Now, Thompson Speedway, I noticed you were up there in that yellow 48 again, uh, one that uh, Keith Rocco was in the year before, and it was like a rented driver. There was a lot of drivers going through that. And then per our conversation last week, you said it looks like you're going to be able to get some valuable laps in that seven or eight times, too, in the yellow 48? Yeah, um, we were able to work out a deal with Rolly. Um, seems like I'm going to be the only one in it this year. Um, I think it's a nine-race schedule, um, mostly Seekonk, Thompson. Uh, we're going to Monadnock with it. He wanted to go to Hudson. Not sure if we're going to make that one with the ACT schedule. Um, Stafford this weekend with Pass and Lee with uh, Granite State. So it's a good diversity of tracks, and hopefully we can learn something there too, you know. And when you say Rolly, you're talking Rolly Lindblad, right? Yep. A legend at Seekonk and in racing here in New England all together. Uh, was it a matter of luck of staying away from a lot of those horrific crashes over the weekend in the early part of the race, and you ended up in the right place at the right time? Uh, we were. We, I knew we had a good car on Friday. Uh, we practiced on old tires all day. We were in the top five, fifth, sixth, seventh all day. I knew we were pretty good. Saturday morning, oh, well, Sunday, I wasn't too happy with it. Made some small changes, and we basically started eighth, got up to around third, hung around there, and then put tires on about the halfway break. Car wasn't really the same, and kind of positioned ourselves fourth, so if there was uh, another late restart, we'd be in the catbird seat to follow the leader there, and luckily it, it worked out. You know, we got, got to second, and we were able to stay even with Carey, them final two restarts, and able to get by him and hold him off. Now, with your success going from last year into this year, is that opening up new doors for you? Are you getting any interesting emails or phone calls of different divisions, uh, different rides along the lines of like a Derek Griffith? Um, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far yet. I mean, hopefully that... Hopefully we can uh, have a good season this year and keep up what we're doing. And, you know, maybe some doors will open for us. Um, it's always the goal, right? Keep moving up and see how far you can make it. Now, you're a one-car team, right? Yep. So you got all your eggs in one basket every week. Are you planning yeah, on true. running this uh, six-game, uh, six-race schedule at Thompson? Or is that going to conflict with the actor? Um. That's the thing is we're, we're up in the air right now. Um, I mean, we won the icebreaker, so we're leading the points, and we're also leading the actual points, it seems like. So it's kind of a 
going to be a balancing act, that's for sure. I don't really have our minds made up yet. I mean, I love going to Thompson. I love the racetrack. I love the people. It's great, but uh, going to have to make a, a decision here at some point, and hopefully we can make it to all six, but we'll have to see as it goes. Okay, any plans to squeeze in some uh, Stafford races or back home at Seekonk? Um, again, it just kind of goes back to the, the way the Act Tour is going and everything. Um, we're going to focus on the Act Tour and what we can squeeze in, we can squeeze in and run the 48 with Rolly and just take it one race at a time. Now, last week we had my friend uh, Brian Tag on. And he says he looks at the roster before the race to see if your name's on the roster. And then he realizes, you know, what kind of day it's going to be. And you're getting that reputation now. You are the guy to beat already in your young career. That's going to be quite a bullet on your back right now. But you look at it this way, too. You have a World Series win. You have... A Loudoun, New Hampshire win already in your belt where some of the veterans are still looking for that very first one. Everything's going to fall into place and you're going to have your pitfalls as the season goes on. It's going to be very interesting to see how this plays out with such a young driver. Now, you're not running for rookie of the year, are you? You had too many races in last year? Um, the first, the first year in the Act Tour, we did get Rookie of the Year. Um, so this is my third year on the tour. Um, I know in past, I think I've already run too many races to even uh, contend for it. So no Rookie of the Year for me this year. Um, so we'll see how it goes. But you already earned that in past in the uh, the Act Tour. You've got that under your belt. Another thing for the resume portfolio down the line. Any uh, yeah. dreams of maybe? Um, an experiment into a NEMA midget or maybe a modified? Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd love to get them into a modified, you know what I mean? I drove one. I drove an SK at Thompson once, ended up, what was it, fourth, I think. And, you know, I, it was a cool experience. It was completely different racing from I never experienced before, but I've always liked the modifieds growing up watching them, so that's definitely the direction I'd like to go. So you're open to all rides available. That, that's yeah. quite a, like Bobby Santos and McKennedy. You know, there's only three or four in the New England circuit, and I can say can drive competitively in any division. And what yeah, a great start to a young, young career. It's, it's really amazing. I've been watching this. And, uh, you know, the old three out there for years and years were Glenn Boss, a friend of mine, an eight-time champion. What people don't realize, uh, you know, he had uh, quite a few at the New London Waterford and also Thompson in the lower divisions. But uh, he's in the twilight of his career now, too, along with Gentis and the rest. But uh, I said it last week. Uh, with uh, Brian Tag on the show, and I'm going to stick to it after seeing uh, half of this field up at uh, New Hampshire in the Actor. I think that uh, Thompson late model division is going to be one of the most competitive in all New England. And I don't say that lately. I just got that feeling it's going to be one of those real good years. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you look at the Actor and the, the top guys at Thompson, they're basically the same group, you know, besides Shaw and all those other guys, but I mean myself, Carrie, Tag, he's up front every after race he's in, and 
you know, everyone else is capable of doing that too. So Thompson's definitely no joke, that's for sure. Driving in the ACT tour, I don't know how you teach it. I mentioned it on the show, I've got to say it again. At the division, a touring group, just like the NEMA midgets, the full-size ones, it seems like the drivers and the team owners have the ultimate respect for each competitor. How does that come down? Is that in a pre-race meeting with the drivers and keep everybody in line? Yeah, no, I mean, every, you you know how it is. You race with the same group of guys. It's like a, it's a big tour and circus, you know what I mean? You're the same group of guys every week and basically the same group of guys up front every week. And, you know, you all race each other how you want to be raced. And, I mean, I run the act tour. I've never had a problem with anybody. Um, everyone races you great, you know what I mean? And they no one wants to drive four hours home with a wrecked race car, so... That's that's everyone's mindset, and Chris does a great job, and Scott, the race director, they do a great job controlling everything, and they just put on a great series to race them, that's for sure. I'm just curious, in your young career, have you ever driven on dirt yet? I have not, no. Is that on your bucket list? Yeah, I would. that's definitely something I'm interested in doing. Um, I know they have the legend car race that... Uh, New Hampshire on the dirt on Cup weekend, so I definitely have my eyes on that one with my car, and we'll see if we can make that one happen. Is there a favorite track in the East Coast here that you haven't run on yet that you have on your bucket list too that you can't wait to get out there and try it? A star or you know any other? Have you have you run up at Manadnock Speedway yet? No, that's. That's one everyone says you got to go to, and uh, we're going there this year with the Axe in the past tour, and it's going to be my first time there. Everyone says it's tricky and all this other stuff, so I'm looking forward to going there. Um, I haven't raced at Claremont yet. That's, that place looks tricky, fun. Um, I've been up to Riverside. Uh, yeah, I mean, besides those two and then Riverhead and stuff like that, I mean, definitely want to race as many racetracks as I can. Wow. What a start to an amazing career. And the correct pronunciation on this is Gluchaki? Yep. Okay, I do have it right, because everybody says it just a little bit different, but we all know yep. the O3 mass, not any other state, with the man named Derek, is a car to beat. I'll tell you what an outstanding start to your career, and we'll be watching it every week with a blow-by-blow blow right here on the Race Chatter. We'll be seeing you around in the pits here and then uh, uh, race stuff. And also, for all of your fan base that is really, really growing around New England, maybe the whole country, this interview and the other ones you can listen anytime you want on anchor.fm slash Wayne-Bobber. And uh, it's in perpetuity forever, and that helps out on the sponsors, too. You know, they pay one time for the ad, but the ad's on the podcast forever. A good, good marketing tool. Hey, I was just wondering, I was looking at the pictures of the car again today, and you are covered with decals and sponsors, but do you have anybody you'd like to acknowledge tonight, or is there any room left for a new one? Oh, there, we got plenty of room over here, that's for sure. Um, Superior Rail, and Ironworks, they came on board this year. They've been a huge, huge, huge part of this operation. Uh, Westgate Performance. Uh, we got Helger South Coast Tire Equipment, longtime sponsor of mine, MC Photography. Trent Goodrow Designs for the Sweet uh, Vinyl. Uh, Fence Line Films. 
Um, then obviously my whole crew, uh, Dave, Chad, Kaylee, Maddie, our whole family, my mom, my dad, our crew member that we lost, Pat, and, you know, there's a lot of people that make this happen behind the scenes that you don't see at the racetrack, and I got just everyone who's uh, been a part of it to get me as far as I am right now. A huge thank you goes to them. Thank you very much for taking the time with your busy schedule. I know we all owe the day jobs during the day, and we have to squeeze in this fun stuff at night and a little promotional work and then get out there in the race cars and trials and time and practices and everything else. And for the six months, it is really, really... Hey, was you down to Florida this, this year for Speed Weeks? No, I went last year to watch. We didn't make it down this year. Okay, you're looking forward to that for next year, maybe? Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully we can get down there, maybe in a car, maybe just to watch. We'll see what happens. Alrighty. Well, thank you very much for being our guest tonight, and good luck and best of wishes for the rest of the season. Great job. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Bye-bye. What a hot, hot driver. And we'd like to thank... Uh, Transportation and Limousine Services provided by CJ Trans of Fairbanks tonight and all of our wonderful hairstyles by Worcester Hair Company. And welcome aboard. We have rockauto.com. It's an online family business founded in 1999 to keep the price of replacement and auto parts at an affordable to everyone. rockauto.com. And don't forget, Bringing out that muscle car now for the car shows and the expedis, uh, yeah, exhibitions around New England. Your cars and trucks dusting them off and you don't want to add any fuel additive to it to stop that pinging up in the heads and that. Uh, check around at SunocoRaceFuels.com for a location near you and get that 110 octane in there. It'll purr like a kitten and stop that pinging every time. Also, another hot item is the way these houses are flipping. And what a startup company. Falcon Properties Preservation Group. That's owner Timothy Falcon. We specialize in estate cleanouts. Junk in your yard or your shed will remove that too. Moving all types of cleanouts, real estate cleanout specialists. And they'll save you some moolah. They'll save one trip because they use tilt body dump trucks ready to take it away all of your unwanted. It's Falcon Properties Preservation at 401-205-5786. And they are loading up the trailers up there at Northeast Race Cars, Parts and Speed. And boy, I'll tell you. They are ready to go. The 53-footers are packed. They went down to Florida this year. They go everywhere. They're movable. They got the heat shed up. They're building race cars and race trucks right in Harrisville, Rhode Island. Three of the newest trucks down at Seekonk Speedway in the truck division. Made by Shane Hopkins and his fine crew. At Northeast Race Cars and Speed. Six Hill Road, Harrisville. If you're calling from Florida or Maine. Call 1-800-766-4748, and they'll get it shipped to you by 11 o'clock every day. Locally, is Hopkins Brothers Auto Repair, headed up by Herbie, with the best brake job in Northern Rhode Island. 401-710-9992 for a local call. Race car parts and supplier and custom fabrication, chassis setup, they're building them right there. Complete 
race cars ready to engage. Simpson, MSD Ignition, Willwood, Moroso, so much more. Race car parts and service from a career-long racer. That's Mr. Shane Hopkins, national champion in 2010. And don't forget those lower divisions. You know, Derek started down at Seekonk down there in the legend cars. Shane's got all of that experience when he had his grandson down there in the Bandoleros. So all the lower divisions, he knows what parts are going to get you in victory lane. Northeast Race Cars and Speed. one 800 766-4748 or locally 401-710-9992 My pappy said son you're gonna drive me to drinking if you don't stop driving that hot rod Lincoln Race with the Fords and Lincolns was setting the pace. That story is true, I'm here to say. I was driving that Model A. It's got a Lincoln motor and it's really souped up. That Model A body makes it look like a pup. It's got eight cylinders and uses them all. It's got overdrive, just won't stall. With a four-barrel carb and a dual exhaust. With four different gears, you can really get lost. Got safety tubes, but I ain't scared. The brakes are good, the tires fair. Pulled out of San Pedro late one night. The moon and the stars were shining bright. We was driving up great fine hill, passing cars like they was standing still. All of a sudden, in the wink of an eye, a Cadillac sedan passed us by. Said, boys, it's a mark for me. By then, the taillight was all you could see. Now the fellas ripped me for being behind, so I thought I'd make the Lincoln unwind. Took my foot off the gas, and man alive, I shoved it on down into overdrive. Wound it up to 110, my speedometer said that I hit top end. My foot was blue, like lead to the floor. That's all there is, and there ain't no more. Now the boys all thought, lost my sense, and telephone poles looked like a picket fence. They said, slow down, I see spots, the lines on the road just look like dots. Took a corner, sideswiped a truck, crossed my fingers just for luck. My fenders was clicking the guardrail post. The guy beside me was white as a ghost. Smoke was coming from out of the back when I started to gain on that Cadillac. Knew it could catch him, I thought it could pass. Don't you know by then we'd be low on gas? We had flames coming from out of the side. Feel the tension, man, what a ride. I said, look out, boys, I got a license to fly. And that caddy pulled over and let us by. Now all of a sudden she started knocking down in the gym. She started to rock and I looked in the mirror. Red light was blinking. The cops was after my hot rod Lincoln. They arrested me and they put me in jail and called my pappy to throw my bail. And he said, son, you're going to drive me to drinking if you don't stop driving that hot rod Lincoln. Eddie McDonald was in town too. He was my pre-race uh, favorite. 
Ed McDonald, uh, how you doing, Doug? Good. Okay, you made the uh, trip down. Is this your first trip down to Hickory? It is. It, it is, is the first time here. Did you get any practice here? No, we just got here uh, last night, so. And what are you expecting? Uh, anything? Have you, I don't know. Anybody I, give you any clues about the track? No, no, we're just going to go out and see how practice goes, and, and hopefully the car will be decent, and we'll go from there. And do you run the whole pass tour? No, we're just going to pick and choose whatever uh, whatever races seem fit for our team. and. Mm-hmm. And uh, just have some fun. And uh, whose car, whose chassis is this? Uh, Fury. This is a Fury car? Yep. That seems to be the most popular one right now. I don't know. I think so. We just got it um, last week, so we're going to see how it goes. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, all new. And what tracks do you normally run? Uh, we're going to do, when we get back, we're going to do um, Thompson, Loudon, Stafford, um, you know, Oxford. And how did you do last year? Not bad, not bad. We wish, you know, we wanted to have a little better season, but um, everybody does. Yeah. So, well, uh, we didn't get any wins last year, so we're hoping to change that this year. So that could happen this year, huh? Yeah. Hopefully it does. Good luck today. Thank you. Have a good one. You too. Now is the start of the year down in Hickory with our ace reporter Jim Snape and Eddie McDonald, my pre-race favorite up there. I believe he has uh, 11 career wins up at Loudon, New Hampshire. So he was right in the mix at the end. Uh, but in that particular other race that they had up there, it was another McDonald that comes home in victory lane. AuthorsHourBookstore.com New and slightly read books. If you heard our author interview on our Author's Hour every Tuesday at 9 a.m., we will stock it. Call Wayne, WNRI at Yahoo.com for any locator service or a closeout book. Again, it's the new Author's Hour Bookstore.com. We have some other results here from Loudon, New Hampshire, too. In the New England Mini Stock Tour, they held a prestigious race up there. They've been there for years and years on that big, big track, 20-lapper. And Nick Anderson does a back-to-back, back-to-back years on that. And uh, Joey Kendo, and that's an affiliation with that 62 uh, from uh, up at the Monadnack Speedway. Emerson Cater, a former champion in the New England Mini Stock, had to settle for the bronze medal tonight over uh, Hotshot uh, Desmond Skillens and Mike Vaines, who had an illustrious career right up here at Thompson Speedway. That rounded out your top five on that. A modified racing series is still around with all the different options we have in modifieds in New England. And that was their very first race, and it was a 50-lapper. And John McKennedy, a former champion in that division, driving his own car this year, uh, not the Baldwin car, number seven, but the number 79. And he's had a pretty good career so far in all divisions, whatever he runs, super modifies, whatever. But he comes away with the win of that uh, aging modified series on that. Uh, I believe they've only got under a dozen uh, races in that modified racing series so far on the docket this year. And also uh, the near uh, van was up at the Antique Museum up there, the Pro 9 Museum, Motorsports Museum, also had a a booth up there in New Hampshire, too, going on for the weekend. And Rick Marischel and Mr. Quinn with the van and all of that had a good time up there, too. Uh, Check out that Pro 9 Motorsports Museum when you get a chance. Right here on Cleveland Street and Pawtucket, Rhode Island.
Kutaka launches a strong championship bid with the Magic Mile victory. So perfectly written. This is the report I got from Actor today in their writing. And I didn't want to touch it because the reporter on this particular one, my source material on this, is Kale King. And he did an outstanding job on it. The Act uh, Late Model Tour will return to its roots with the 24th Annual Community Bank 150-lap race up at the uh, iconic Thunder Road International Speedway in Barry, Vermont on Sunday, May 1st. So try to get that on your calendar to get up there, too, and see how that show's working out. And uh, you'll be amazed at the quality of the racing in that. But uh, you couldn't probably call it the Northeast Classic without Mother Nature staying true. Uh, and, uh, you know, like Thompson Speedway in New Hampshire, you've got to work around Mother Nature. From warm sun with different track conditions to washing the rubber off the tracks, it's amazing how these pit crews can adjust with all the fine-tuning on the cars this time of the year. And when your race goes out, did you follow somebody in a division that's putting down a lot of rubber? Or is it a division that didn't put down rubber? There's so many alternatives on that. And it started out with a 38-car field. And the qualifying, the warm-ups were so brutal. It ended up with a 32-car starting grid for the Sunday Northeast Classic. Boasted by a lot of the Canadian teams are now with the virus restrictions removed and stuff like that. It's made it altogether different going back and forth over the borders. And hopefully we get some sanity to the racing business right now, especially on the American-Canadian tour. Okay, uh, Alexander Tardif came down from Quebec. And uh, he went sideways coming out of turn two and slammed hard into the inside retaining wall on the backstretch. And uh, there's so many good cars that got uh, totaled up there this weekend. Uh, in the other division, the number 12 uh, was the most horrific wreck I've ever seen Devin Griffiths, one of his cars, ever get into. And uh, everything that he's put on Facebook and on emails and stuff like that, he is okay. But if you look at those pictures on Facebook and it's on that flatbed, there ain't a whole lot left for that car. That tells you the safety in these divisions now. And uh, following a lap 26 competition, uh, Moltz started stalking in the race with DJ Shaw and Jimmy Hebert. You know, all-star races in this. And um, Lujaki and late model star Jamie Swallow were jousting each other just outside of the top five, but ready to lurk in any confrontation. Woody Pitcock from Bellingham, Massachusetts, another driver that's been around a long time and drives in a lot of different divisions and water pedigree. But they smashed it and turned for a safer barrier, too, in this race. I'm telling you, it was a survival race up there of the fittest. But uh, Glugatra's victory at New Hampshire is the biggest of his young career. And the second Hack Late Model Tour, as we discussed earlier in the interview, when he walked away from Thompson Speedway's World Series back in 2021. Tom Carey, the third, with that yellow familiar number four, always puts on a gun show. 
uh, good show. Earned his second consecutive silver medal at the Northeast Classic Trophy, while Patrick Lepero from Canada uh, got the bronze medal on that. That was his best finish at New Hampshire on that. DJ Shaw had to settle for a fourth, but valuable, valuable points in the whole scheme of the thing. Dylan Maltz was right up there, too, as one of my pre-race favorites to walk away with that. And uh, he got a fifth. Uh, Trepania took sixth. And uh, defending actor champion we had on an interview earlier tonight, uh, Ben Rowe with the two-car team, uh, battled back and got valuable points, too. And uh, he knows how to get in victory lane, sixth place. But he came back from the 25th hole to finish seventh. We're talking about Jamie Swallow Jr. Okay, there's a name to follow this year because that's quite an achievement in this field that they had up there to come from 25th to 7th. You know the pedigrees there. Well, let's see what he does the rest of the season. But I got a feeling we're going to be mentioning his name quite a bit on the Race Strata program. Now, the late medal tour goes back to Thunder Road. We talked about that. And I'm going to give the unofficial results. But, uh, you know, even a day later, I haven't seen any penalties posted. The 03 Mass, Derek Uclatchy from North Dartmouth, Massachusetts. Uh, Tom Carey and that uh, yellow, uh, number five. And he's also hails from Massachusetts, too. Uh, Patrick LaPerle, uh, Quebec. Uh, DJ Shore from New Hampshire, Dylan Maltz, Maine, uh, Dale, uh, Danny Trapana, uh, Quebec, uh, Ben Rowe calls uh, Maine home, but I believe he's got a change of address now in uh, New Hampshire after the uh, Thompson race reporting. Uh, the one we thought I'm going to put the watch on for the year, Jamie Swallow calls New Hampshire home. Another Canadian driver from Quebec, Bergeron Motorsports, Jean-Philippe Bergeron. And uh, Sean Swallow, a second Swallow. Ooh, I'm really going to have to check out this. Looks like a two-car team. Uh, Connor McDougall, uh, Jacob Rowdy, uh, Robbie Gordon, not the one that retired from the NASCAR, Robbie Gordon Douglas from Charlotte, North Carolina, gets the long uh, driving award on that. 13th place finish. Jimmy Hebert, 15th only. A third Swallow. Three-car team. Jamie Swallow, number four, Maine, from Groveton, New Hampshire. Three-car team. I apologize for not catching that. Uh, Rhode Island, uh, Mike Benavides from Westerly is the only Rhode Island entry that I'm seeing on this. Uh, apologize or quote me at Wayne, WNRI, if I'm wrong on that. And that was a 32-car field. Unbelievable. What Jake Johnson made the trip up, too, from uh, Thompson and Seekonk fame, driving the 91 Connecticut in this race. Okay, valuable laps and valuable experience. Now, the second race up there was your pass race. And uh, let me see. Got that results right here. And it looked like the New England Crown Jewel Racing Avenue was the 13 team, which slid into the third spot in the past national points. And we'll have another shot at catching national point leader DJ Shaw next weekend at Stafford up at the Sizzler. 
So a lot of these cars you're going to see right up at the home opener at Stafford Springs up there at the Sizzler. Never mind that all-star field they're going to have in the Modifieds with the pro, our former pro drivers, Bobby Labonte and Newman. And, uh, oh, what a star field that's going to be. What a fantastic weekend that's going to be at Stafford Motor Speedway to kick the season off. But uh, like I said, Eddie McDonald. Uh, the 17 uh, with the red card was my pre-race favorite on that. And he had to end up a fifth. But another McDonald won the race. Austin McDonald comes away with the win on that. And uh, Brandon Barker continues to be impressive early this season as he transitions from his longtime underdog role to that of a weekly contender. In and out every week. Other impressive promise uh, were Justin Lawson, uh, Jake Masterson, and former Beatrice Seaway regular Joe Pastore up there were in that race too. So on that particular race, Austin McDonald has the trophy. Brandon Barker second. Joey Pastore, Justin Lawson, and then Eddie McDonald. Uh, Roland Robinson. And... Uh, the number 17 said in our interview he's going to cherry pick the season this year. So you're not going to see him every single race. 10th place, uh, Garrett Hall. DJ Shore, 11th. Ryan Coon, uh, who finished second in points last year at Seacock Speedway. In their top division, finishes 12th. Uh, Trevor Sanborn, Ivan Keffel, Dennis Spencer. I'm looking at the who's who of Ben Rowe. Could only manage a 20th place in that with teammate Joey Pohl, 20 and 21st in that race. That's how good the competition was up there. 31 Carfield for the Pro All-Star Series. And uh, credits on that, Norm Marks and the rest of the staff. And uh, thank you for getting me all the official results. But like I say, I haven't seen anything kick out today. And uh, those guys, you know... It, it may be fudging a little bit, but nothing really, really uh, blatant. Uh, Seacon Speedway is going to be up on two the first week of May. And we got, let me see here, some more to talk about. A couple of events that I had, you know, the big Easter thing we had. Uh, it was the same commonality. Somebody come out, kick the tires, uh, slam the hood. He forgot his key and his key fob. And matter of fact, <laughs> my physical therapist, and she's working on me. She gets a phone call. She says, I'm sorry, I got to take this. Two of her kids locked their keys in the cars up in Putnam. And that's a true story. I'm not fudging this for the end. But what a segue. If you need lockout service, jump starting service, black ice, it's going to get cold. You're going to get snow in Connecticut. Some parts of the state tonight up the northwestern part. And we're going to get rain. But uh, also, if you bought a motorcycle or ATV, how are you going to get it home without getting tagged? You're not going to call Ghostbusters. And you're not going to call an ex-wife. Be reminded of three weeks alimony. Larry's 24-hour towing. Also the home of Boroughville Motor Sales. With new arrivals every day. Or to schedule a Rhode Island vehicle state inspection. Multitasking, they call it. 401-568-6286. Peter, Jerry, Brian, uh, Carrie, they're back from vacation and ready to go. And they work with every insurance company, expert body work, insurance estimates, 
all under one roof. Larry's 24-hour towing, Boroughville Motor Sales, and also vehicle state inspections. Download that phone number into your phone or your iPad, your electronic device right now. You never know when you're going to need it. 401-568-6286. Give them the address and they'll take care of the rest. Seven different trucks, whether it's a flatbed or on the hook, they are the moving transportation experts. And also, did you know, I feel like the rest of the story, a famous slogan in radio. We have an essential coronavirus small business right here in North Smithfield. It might flare up and be the top place. And we're talking about somebody that is really devoted to near one org. Did all the graphics on that van that travels around New England. And also the Pro 9 Museum. And a former race car owner himself donated the car to the museum. That's when they were racing the Thompson Modifieds. And we're talking about Vietnam veteran Mr. Oscar the Grouch Hancock. His son and Desiree with three E's. What a graphic designer. Let them design a sign for you to increase your bottom line. Whether it be digital, vehicle wraps, even on your pickup, do the rear window on it. Get some effective advertising while you're using it for your personal use. Get a sign, put it on the back of your fiberglass cap on the back of the truck. Any type of sign or displays or a DOT signage, reinvent your business plan right now with a new sign. It'll increase your bottom line. And uh, they're not afraid to travel either. Worcester, Webster, Thompson, you know, the cranes are in the sky. The signs are going up. That's where the business is. And if you look at the bottom of the sign, it says Signs by American Beauty Sign Works. 401-767-2922, and you'll be doing business with a veteran. Pilo's Flowers was just, just packing up for the end of the night. But they got a real good supply of those Canadian wood pellets. They bought them at yesterday's price. And you know what I'm talking about. They'll pass it on to you. You get that income tax or a stimulus check that you still have in cash. Take advantage right now before the prices do go up. You know what diesel fuel costs. You know they're coming out of Canada. You put transportation on and it's ka-ching, ka-ching. Buy at yesterday's price. Buy a pallet, take a little bit at a time. You got 30 days to remove it. And also, the nice fresh pansies are in right now, and they will tolerate a light frost or a light snow to give you some instant color to your garden right now. Every size and every color available right now at Beelow's Flowers, and they deliver 401 766 3165. And that's uh, over 65 in years of business right here on Diamond Hill Road. They are closed on Monday, but uh, Cereal's Pizza is also uh, looking for help wanted. If you're an experienced server and uh, you want to join their team, they've added on all kinds of hours now. And it's breakfast six days a week, Tuesday through Friday from 7 to 11, Saturday 7.30 to 11, and Sunday 8 to 1. Report to Jimmy or Teresa in person, not by calling the takeout number for the job. 
Call the takeout number, and they haven't lost an order yet, 401-568-7187. Now, if you're going to be watching some of that exciting basketball, it didn't get any better than the Celtics yesterday, or... As the season winds down, the National Hockey League, call them in Tuesday for the best pizza deal in town. A large cheese pizza, 15 slices, only $7 every single Tuesday. And the Sunday dinner for two, I dare you to try to match a better deal at WayneWNRIJahoo.com. Sunday dinner for two, your choice, 6 to 10 entrees, includes soda and coffee, including decaf, and a homemade dessert. Not $59.99, $23.99. At that price, you should give that server an extra fin. It'll make you feel good, them feel good, and Jimmy and Teresa feel good too. Over 52 years in business. It must be doing something right. You've seen them all come and go, but Cereals is right there. 401-568-7187. All of our fine sponsors mentioned you heard the ad on WNRI and on the Race Chatter and our other fine programming. You know, before the all the tracks in New England open up, I'm going to give you a little uh, commentary now on the NASCAR top division. And they brought dirt yesterday. Uh, the annual Food City Dirt Race at down in Bristol. And that was on Sunday, April 17th. And the guy that was looking for that first win of his year to get him locked into the chase for the race does it again. My man, Rowdy, Kyle Bush steals away a win just the way Dale Earnhardt used to. Second and third of banging on doors, and Kyle Bush sneaks away with a win and got emotional in victory lane and got himself in the chase. Now, like Hamlin and the other ones, they don't have to worry about it. They've got to lock in. And that was a big 250. Now, in years past on the asphalt, him and Hamlin and those guys and Truax, they were the king on the asphalt. So it was altogether different with deflectors underneath the cars and everything else. But Kyle Busch really earned it. And that was his career, 60th career victory, along with his championships and NASCAR's top series. What I don't know, 200, 300 wins he's got in the Xfinity and the truck series is the all-time in a couple of divisions. And he's already up to 60 for the young man in the top division. Failed to qualify. Zero. All 36 cars that showed up got in the big show. Now, that's why I'm throwing up a red flag. We're nine races into the year. The car count is down with the field fillers, the 36. NASCAR likes to have 40. And they, they fudge away from it. They close off some of the sections of the seats to make it look like it's a full crowd and stuff. But watch that red flag on that. 36 cars and they all got in. That's something I've been watching on that. And uh, next race for them is going to be on April 24th. And you talk about Sodom and Gomorrah going from Bristol <laughs> on dirt to Talladega Speedway. Unbelievable. You talk about Sodom and Gomorrah and a time warp. It's got to be an absolute nightmare for the uh, pit crews on that. But they've got it down pat. There's super speedways and there's bull rings too. 
That's what makes it exciting. But I got to give NASCAR credit. They are trying different things. The first race of the year, non-points race, they had at the Coliseum was a merry-go-round, follow the leader and stuff like that. More of a wrestling event. But I got the facts and figures on it, and the ratings on TV went through the roof, and NASCAR made a nice little bundle on that race. It's amazing. Let's see what else I got for you uh, lined up in the computer right now. And I think I got one more I can play for you right here. Corecast Grant, how you doing, bud? I'm doing good. In the car? Uh, well, we didn't even go out yesterday in practice, so uh, we're going to... Was there a problem? No, we... None of my crew guys all had flights for today, um, so we just kind of... Kind of just took it easy. <laughs> so you've run this, you've run this track before in this race. Yes. Yep. We ran here last year. We ran the Mason Dixon race a couple, uh, couple times, I think, and uh, we ran a PRA race here before too. So we got some laps around here. So you, uh, do you have a strategy for today of any type? Or? Yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, it's probably everyone's strategy at this point. But this place eats up tires like crazy, especially these, these, this compound. Um, you know, it's a lot easier to save tires, I think, if you have a good starting spot. Right. Um, I'm not known to be the best qualifier. Uh, so, you know, either way, just really protect the car and just, you know, the biggest thing is just be there 50 laps to go. Right. And be decent. You know, you don't have to be good, but be mm-hmm. decent. Right. Well, uh, hopefully you can do well today. I'm hoping so. Congratulations, man. Thank you. My pappy said, son, you're going to drive me to drinking if you don't stop driving that hot rod Lincoln. I was driving that Model A It's got a Lincoln motor and it's really souped up That Model A body makes it look like a pup's Got eight cylinders and uses them all It's got overdrive, just won't stall With a four-barrel carb and a dual exhaust With four different gears you can really get lost Got safety tubes, but I ain't scared The brakes are good, the tire's fair Pulled out of San Pedro late one night The moon and the stars were shining Thank bright Thank you for tuning in to the race, Grata We'll be on tomorrow at 9.05 With the authors of